Well, what's up, folks? It is Friday Eve, Thursday night, for those who like to keep days and tracks of days of the week. And we're back. It is the week after Thanksgiving. We hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We hope that you were spending time with your friends and family, whether it's Thanksgiving, family giving, friends giving. We all hope that you had a great time with your friends. Uh, as much as everyone traveled around, we hope that everyone was safe and that you came back home and everything is good and it's all back to work, back to work, back to normal as usual, as we did the same thing as well. And we were off in Texas having pretty good time down here in San Antonio and Houston. And uh, also like to thank a couple of folks here later on, as far as for inviting me up to the iHeart Radio headquarters. It was a lot of fun to get to meet the guys I got to meet, to be on air. And it was a great time. And I'll play the uh, the interview a little bit later on here with uh, Andy Kalu, our former defensive end from the Eagles. Great time with those guys. It was a lot of fun. But miss doing this for everyone here. And thank you to everyone as you're tuning in live tonight from the LG Sales Solutions Studios, live here in Tampa, Florida. Of course, Fuji out in Philly, Dylan in Tampa. And with us tonight, which we plan to have so much fun with them, Tony Cotillo, as we have him on tonight, publicist, sports personality. And wait till you guys see his background. It, Dylan did an upgrade on his, just to kind of give you guys an idea here. And for those who are listening to this on the audio download the very next day. So Dylan comes in and he has a brand new background. If you guys can imagine sports jerseys, a couple of doors as he's getting ready to move into his new place. Tony comes firing back with just an amazing layout. So if you guys get the opportunity when you listen to this on the audio download, please go to broadstreetsouth.com the next day. Check out the video that'll be up there, episode 96, So, and you guys can see exactly what I'm talking about. And the Godfather, well, he is the Godfather. He did an amazing job for me while I was out there in San Antonio. I decided to bust my chops a little bit and still wondering if there's a TB12 jersey in my bedroom and there's no TB12 jerseys whatsoever in there. Diehard Eagles fan, and that's the way I remain. But uh, speaking of, Dylan's going to give us an update here about the Buccaneers and uh, A.B., and a little bit of problems that's going on. Also, some breaking news out of Denver that may be some interest. And I'm trying to get some word here from uh, some of our insiders as far as if they plan to stay in Denver. There have been some people that have talked to the banks that are apparently associated with this or trying to keep it as private as possible. But we will get into all of that here on the other side. As I thank everyone for tuning in tonight, I see the comments already coming in. Thank you to everyone who listens overseas, out in Brazil, here stateside, especially in the Dallas and Houston area. Thank you guys and girls for listening. We do appreciate it. I'm Angel. This is episode 96, and welcome to Broad Street South. You see Fuji dance around the background there. So <laughs> the man himself can't wait to get on here. So here is the Godfather. <laughs> Yeah, I, I keep telling you, one of these days, it's going to happen. Pooji, how are you tonight? Week 13, birds, Jets this week. Let's get this party started. How the hell are you? You're back from the Alamo down in Houston, hanging out with Sean Salisbury, Big Sarge, MD Kalu. How was it? Get right to it. It, it, it was, I, I can't tell you, amazing is not even the word to describe how much fun that we end up having over there. And uh, since you end up bringing up here, I want to bring up the banner here just to to formally thank those guys up there. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I will tell you this much. It, to, to be invited up to the studio, as you guys can see there with Sean Salisbury, then with Andy Kalu, uh, and then with Big Sarge, it, it, it 
truly it made my year for the year alone that we've been having here uh, on Broad Street South. It was, it was absolutely amazing. And, and I, I can't thank those guys enough for putting me on air. It was a complete surprise that we'll play the interview a little bit later on. I've had it up on Facebook, uh, but some people said either they couldn't hear the audio. So I will play it directly from sports talk 790. Um, but listen, it, it was fun. I was glad to meet them all. Sean, it's I, as you guys can see in the, in the picture, and for those who can't see it, uh, Sean probably towers over me by another at least three to four inches. Andy Kalou, the same thing, the same exact thing, and Big Sarge and I just about the same height. So, uh, but it, it was fun. They all send their best, by the way, Fuji, to uh, the blessings to everyone on the show. And uh, Sean will be back with us shortly. Andy Kalou. We'll hopefully have him on next week. I'm waiting for a final word from him uh, and including a couple other people that we're going to bring up here shortly to talk about who's coming on after we bring up Tony. But a couple other people that will be coming on with us here shortly as we are four episodes away now from episode 100. And by the way, for episode 100, in case you guys haven't heard the word yet, a lot of our former guests that we had on is going to be on with us that night. Uh, a couple of them might end up doing a pre-taping only because they're busy, obviously, during football season. But it should be a lot of fun just kind of reminisce from the first of the 100 people that have been on with us, including Tony tonight. So then Tony might have to make a second appearance, although he probably just found out now to come back for the part of the first 100. But it's, it, it just it was so much fun, Fuji. I wish you would have been there, honest to God, because you would have absolutely loved being up there in the studio. I was in Denver. I could have flew right to Houston and met him. Yeah, you could have. for the week. That you could have. But the other gentleman, of course, that we like to have on, hailing all the way from Tampa, Florida, and and via somewhere nearby in the United States, it is Dylan Spaulding. Dylan, how are you? I'm doing great, guys. Happy, uh, you know, belated holiday to both of you. Hopefully, it's uh, it was a good one, and uh, I'm just happy to be back on, man. We got a lot of sports to talk about, and I'm pumped today. It's December. We're finally in the holiday season. I'm, I'm excited. This is a great day to be alive. Thanks, Dylan. Good to see you. Glad to have you back on. Yeah, it's a, a, again, you, you miss doing this stuff here. When, and I know for me, I, I will say, being out there in Houston and then being on the radio, then coming back home, it's you miss. You miss doing this. And it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. We love it. And, and bigger things to come. And by the way, uh, as another update I can put out here, we will be live on WXPM Philly. 98.5 here in the next upcoming weeks where the audio issues are finally getting worked out as obviously things can go wrong when you go live. So we'll be on WXPM here coming up very shortly. Uh, Rick, the GM, has been working with me hand in hand along with Goose and a couple of the other guys, Robert, our song guy, to make sure that everything is straightened out before we go live on WXPM. So look for that coming up here probably within the next, I would say the next week, everything should be finally set and done. That way you can also hear us locally in the Royalsford King of Prussia area in Pottstown. So uh, we're looking to grow as we are on FM radio. And so that should be fun as well. As soon as we get the update, I'll let you know. But on the screen, as you guys see, as I do with everyone that always comes on as a guest, and we appreciate all of our guests, but Tony is on with us tonight. And Tony is going to be so much fun because as I told him, everything is on the table. We're going to bring up anything and everything. And as Dylan said, there's lots of sports to talk about. And with that being said, it is the man himself. Tony, how are you this evening? I'm great, guys. I appreciate you having me on, man. For real, this is, this is going to be fun. I appreciate it. You guys, talk about my background. You guys aren't doing too bad yourself. I mean, yo, Dylan, no offense. You got to get a little better, but I'm going to give it to you because you're getting kicked out, right? But everybody yes, else looks yes. pretty proper. I'm with you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, fellas. 
Thanks for calling on, Tone. How are you? I'm great, man. Just living life like we do. Every day above ground is a good day. So I'm ready to to talk. It sure is. Uh, a couple of comments that are coming in here. One, the uh, first one here by Lori Tremont Rutherford from Eagles Mania. Good evening, Angel. Good evening to you, Lori, and the entire Eagles Mania. By the way, the official podcast for Eagles Mania is right here. It's Broad Street South. Uh, Sean comes right out of the gate and says, uh, with these three picks we're going to have in, the year, in this year's draft, what are you addressing? Uh, I'm going with cornerback Elam from Florida. Nicobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia, and Ed Rusher Obaho, if I'm saying the name correctly, from Michigan. And we'll get into that one here real shortly. So, Sean, hang on to that. We, we will answer your question here. Uh, Lori says, good evening, Fuji. Hi, and Lori, Tom, Tara, hi, guys. Appreciate you guys, as always, uh, tuning in tonight. But, uh, Tony, to start off here with, before we get into the sports segment side of the house here, one is, we would love to know how you were able to get started in the business and then seeing what you have between your LinkedIn profile and obviously on Twitter, it, it's your resume and everything you've done. It just, it keeps doing these numbers. It keeps growing, which is a good thing, but just to, I guess to kind of fill the viewers and obviously the people who are listening on the audio download side, uh, how did everything get started for you? Oh man, listen, uh, first of all, I'm blessed. Uh, you know, the opportunities, I say that all the time. There's our, there's our boy, Rick checking out. Ah, What's up, Rick? Rick hey, <laughs> Just How talking about that. Rick's going to have to make us both a drink. Cause I know he's a good bartender. Uh, but listen, uh, listen, I got, I said, I got started probably about five years ago. I got to give man props to Sean Brace. Who's the guy who gave me the opportunity. Uh, it, listen, I was sitting in my car in front of a Starbucks and I was on Facebook and Sean Brace put an ad out that he was looking for somebody uh, to join up with for phillyinfluence.com. And I responded and he was like, look, how do you think about talking fantasy sports? I was like, all right, dude, I can talk whatever. That's, that's cool. So I started out with them. Next thing you know, I start running the social media profiles. I start doing the live streaming, doing the live shows. Uh, we were lucky enough to get a, a contract with Fox Sports to Gamble, which he started that station on iHeart. Uh, still do work for them as the fancy guy. Uh, but what I will say is the, the way I really got started is, you know, you see my resume. I, I run a PR company uh, and I never went to school for publicity. Uh, this fully transparent, never picked up a, a public relations book in my life. I was sitting at work one night. I responded to an ad that said looking for a media pitch writer. I had no idea what the hell it was. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try it, right? I'm like, you know, why not? So I, I put in a, an ad, no experience necessary. The guy named was Shannon Rose. Uh, God bless. Rest in peace because he just died a couple years ago. Uh, but brought me on. And here this guy had muscular dystrophy. So it, it's a phenomenal story. He was running a PR company from his home in Tampa and he couldn't move his arm. So he was doing everything through speech, through speakerphone. So he taught me the entire public relations business and grew me to take over the company one day where he thought he wouldn't be able to do it no more. Well, unfortunately he passed a couple years ago, unexpectedly, he was 45. And I decided to open up my own company. But within those years, he gave me a PR contract and he allowed me to pitch myself to sports radio all over the States. And that's what got me started. I was in Colorado, New York, New, New Jersey, California. I, you know, I was on Fox News, uh, Fox Business, Vice News, you name it. And that's all because of him. 
And I developed those, you know, those credentials in order to kind of get myself started with Heat Ratio Sports, which is, a ne- is my own network. Uh, we have a bunch of shows just like you guys do as well. So um, just, I mean, I could talk for hours. I don't want to take the show up, but that is kind of <laughs> like the nut of where it got started. Tony, as far as uh, your background, um, who were your be- biggest influencers growing up? Ooh, man. You know, I, a lot of people aren't going to like this, but I was a big Eskin and Missinelli guy. Um, you know, I grew up listening to those two guys battle it out on the radio together. Always said that's what I wanted to do. I, I was a big, big Daddy Graham guy. I worked night shift. I used to listen to Big Daddy every single night, call in for his trivia, listen to him talk about music. So those three guys, it was like, wow, these guys really get to talk on the radio. It's like, I, I want to do that one day. And, and they were kind of the guys. But most recently, what I will tell you is, there are a lot of great people uh, in this industry. Guys like Mark Farzetta, guys like Jeff Mosher, guys like Hunter Brody. Uh, you know, guys are just going to, you know, guys like Ryan Rothstein. These guys that I've asked questions to at nauseum, and they've always answered me. Even Tyrone Johnson from 97.5. Guys that I, I would just ask, hey, man, am I doing this? Am I doing John Barcher, it's been an unbelievable guy. Vince Quinn, another great guy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good people in this industry. There really is. There's some real scumbags, I'll be honest with you, but some really good guys as well. So I've been blessed by those people too. Well, Mark Farzetta and Vince Quinn, you know, friends of Broad Street South we've had on a couple times. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you mentioned Sean Brace, and it's funny because I'm, I've known Sean for for many years, and when he when he was over at 97.5, and, and I, you talk about a guy who, and, and not to say anything bad, obviously, about 97.5, but he was let go on April Fool's Day, which a lot of people thought that it was an actual joke. And the, the funny part was that I just saw him two days prior doing a live show at one of the local establishments out there in the Northeast, and then you hear it and you think it's an absolute joke. And it's like you kick the man pretty much out. You let him go. Obviously, Johnny Marks is over at uh, 94, uh, uh, 94 WIP. But he went on. And then Sean decided instead of just doing like, you know, let me throw in the town and everything else, he picked up and rose above the ashes because he put the, the first year when he was trying to get everything together for Philly Influencer, he had a, a networking social. And that was out in uh, in Maniac. And I remember attending that. And it was just like a couple people there. And I told him, you know, no matter what time I get off of work, I'm going to make sure I attend there. And I did. I went home, showered up real quick, and went out there. And it's amazing from just that one night what that man has been able to do since. And getting a hold of Sean, it's like next to impossible. I sent him a message, and it's like, I got to wait four months before he responds hey. back to me. But, don't feel bad, Angel. Don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I work with the guy, and I still got to wait months, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's amazing. What what Sean has done, it's absolutely incredible. And, and I mean, I, I can – one person I will say that I admire is him a lot because the one night he was doing a, a DJ gig when – for the union and there was a surprise guest that evening that none of us knew what well, he ended up so he said something to me and i never said anything and then the actual guest shows up which was the uh head coach of the men's uh soccer team and it was Burton, right yep he showed up and it was i mean everyone was taken aback including myself 
But it was funny because when I was down there, so I, I dressed in black and white, and apparently, I guess everybody thought I was working security at night. So I got free food, I got free drinks, and then it was like, don't worry about it. I take care of business, <laughs> no big deal. But Sean is is one of those amazing guys, and he's he. I mean, I could talk about him forever, but it's it's amazing the people that he comes across. He never burns bridges. He always takes care of the people who take care of him, and he's just an amazing individual. And I, his wife deserves a lot of credit as well because. She could have easily, and this was even before they got married, she could have easily taken off if she wanted to. She hung in there. She encouraged them. And, I mean, they got blessed with a baby. Everything is going fine for them. And and I hope nothing but success for Sean Brace. Uh, listen, I, I agree with, I agree with 100%. I, I owe him the world because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to open myself out within this industry locally. Uh, even though I had people on the outskirts just locally trying to break through, it's all because of him. So 100%. I want it real fast. I, I, last thing I will say is that Metzer, give a shout out to my boy Gail Sessions and my boy E-Rock from the original OGs from 4th and John. All the pretenders out there, you're not 4th and John, okay? Those guys, anytime I need something from E-Rock, he's there. Gail, I'll be straight up. Saturday night, three hours on the phone with me. Who does that? Uh, just helping me understand ideas. Yo, you should change this up. So I, I just like to give homage to a lot of guys that helped me along the way. Actually, actually, I have season tickets in the same section as you oh, rock. There you go. Hey, another guy, true and true to me, man. True and true. Very nice guy. Yep. Yes, I met him as well. And matter, E Rock. Matter of fact, was there the day that we were both there the same exact day. When uh, Sean did his last, his last broadcast in 97.5, he met him up there. And then I've seen E-Rock obviously grow as well within his old rank with Forth and John. I mean, those guys, you know, from where they got started to where they are now, again, if, if you believe in your craft, if you believe in people that will help you along the way, those guys, you know, they, they do a great job. And, it, and they're not homers. That's the one thing. I'll tell just the way it is. They have no problem saying what's on their mind. And they do a good job doing it as well. So, it, you know, a lot of credit goes out there Forth and John because it's true. There's – you in order to to be good at what you do, you have to learn the craft and you have to make sure that when you bring information out there, if it's something you don't know, just admit it. I don't know it, you know, but I'll find out the answer. It's just like when you, you know, any anywhere you work is the same exact thing. You know about this? Nope, but I will find out the answer. Rather than putting out false information, because the first time you do it, everybody's gonna remember you like, oh, you're that guy who tried to become popular by putting out a false story that wasn't true. And that's the worst thing you can do, especially in this market. But Tony, again, much appreciated. And for everyone, by the way, watching tonight on Redline Banner Radio, part of the Redline Radio LSC family with Dave Walchek, which he's down here in Florida. Uh, he's going to be calling a race, I believe it was tonight and, and the next three nights, if I remember correctly. Lee Money, all those guys that I am the co-host now of Steel City Renegades that you can watch uh, Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. It's a lot of fun, even though, which is something, Tony, where they're, so they're Pittsburgh fans, and obviously I'm the Eagle fan. And I went on a couple of times with them just, you know, as as uh, a thank you, because Dave and I end up uh, building a relationship. And now you have the only show that you'll actually have Pittsburgh and the Eagles on the same exact podcast. But it, it, it's fun. Huh? Why don't you just call it the Steagles? We could. There you go. <laughs> go. Go back old school. We could do it that way. That is absolutely true. But. And uh, by the way, for uh, as we were mentioning earlier before, let me bring up a couple of banners here that I want to. Make sure that I I do this here correctly as the first person coming up next week here. As you guys can see on the screen and on the audio download here, Ruben Amaro Jr., the former Phillies GM, the 2008 winning 
Phillies GM, and almost did it back-to-back. We'll be on with us next Tuesday at 7.30. Let me take that one away and bring up the next one here. And hopefully, once again, Andy Kaluhi will let me know this week, but we're looking at uh, next Thursday for Andy to come on. Of course, our former defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles. He should be on with us. Big Sarge will be back with us again for episode 100 as I got confirmation when I was out there in Texas and bringing up the last banner here and probably one of the bigger ones. And, and he said that everyone will forget all about him. But David Murphy will be with us live at Goose's Pond Studio in Limerick, Pennsylvania. That is December 19th. It's on a Sunday, so he'll be out there with us, the pregame show. And as I said to uh, David, if he wants to talk about the Phillies, we can talk about anything that he would like. And the funny thing was that he's told me, by the time I come back on TV or anywhere else, everybody's going to forget about him. It's like no one forgets the original Murph. So three guests lined up uh, here coming up in the month of December. And then, of course, in the month of January, you got other people lined up as well. But stay tuned for that one. Uh, but, Tony, so as we get into your career here, and as I told everybody, your backdrop, and, and for everyone who's out there watching, as you can see the beautiful backdrop behind Tony, there's, in our sports world here, a lot of things going on. Number one, before we get into some Eagles talk, kind of surprising that, once again, Denver could possibly be sold. After, for a while, it talked about the the kids were fighting who should have control, who should not have control. Now it's interesting to see if Denver turns around and sells the team, does and I like to get the opinion from everyone here as well, along with you, do we believe that they will move them out of Denver and out of the Mile City, or they'll just get pretty much bought out by some other company or some other organization and remain in Denver? I don't know, man. That That's... You know. I mean, how are you going to move away from the mile high air, man? Like, I, I, I guess Denver has just been one of those franchises. I mean, you look at the Colorado State as a whole. I mean, you're talking about, you know, the, you know, Colorado Rockies. They're a small market team. Denver Broncos, small market team. Denver Nuggets. Um, you know, they're, they're not a huge market. Obviously, they, they got the Joker and things of that nature. But they're they, they aren't teams that attract these big time free agents are actually letting them go. I mean, you've seen it for years with the Rockies, with guys like Larry Walker, Todd Helton. Um, you, you see when they get to a point, you know, that, that they just can't afford these guys anymore. So, you know, I, you know, maybe they stay, may, I think it's 50, 50. I mean, because they have to get a, a place where they're going to get a huge revenue share in order to attract these big time free agents, the only way they're going to be competitive. And I'm not sure if they can do that in Denver. Well, I mean, I disagree. I don't think the Broncos will go anywhere. They've been around since the days of the NFL. You know, they're three-time Super Bowl champions. They do have a big fan base since I just came back from out there. Die-hard fans, very nice people. I, I believe that that franchise isn't going to go anywhere. I mean, anybody who's going to go anywhere is number one, the Jacksonville Jaguars, whether they go to London or – end up some other city. I mean, there was a rumor last week that was floating around about eight cities getting NFL teams, which to me, the team, the league's already watered down just like every other sport. Mm -hmm. I mean, they want to have, what, 40 teams in the NFL now? Yeah. I just I just don't see the Broncos leaving Denver. It's all about the money, though. It's a big right. business, right? Some money sure talks, Absolutely. you know, and, and and whether the NFL is watered down or not, if they, you know, just like that that next game that they added this year, that game's added specifically for revenue. 
And, you know, if they can find a way, if we can add two more teams and bump the salary cut and get more revenue, they're absolutely going to do it. They really don't care if it's watered down or not, as long as they can line their pockets. So, I, yeah, honestly, I, I hear you, Foods. And, I mean, they packed the stadium, obviously, right. but – Money talks, man. If, if if a city comes in with a with a big budget and offers to pay for a brand new stadium and they can get funding, I wouldn't doubt that they leave, man. As you touch on the schedule, you know it's going to be an eighteen ah. game schedule with two preseason, oh, yeah. as 100%. opposed to four, then three. So you know that's definitely going to happen. Now, the comment that you guys see up there on the screen that would be the the when it gets to that point in my life, the future. I guess the uh, would be the, the I guess the nephew-in-law. I'm not too sure. My producer told me here in momentarily, but Jake, who moved uh, from sunny Florida out there to Denver, so of course he wants to throw in there. Let's go Dallas. And uh, by the way, I, I wouldn't think I'd be saying that too much because your team has been exposed, and uh, I don't expect for Dallas to go. It looked like in the beginning you guys may be making a Super Bowl run, but let's not forget Green Bay is your daddy. As I talked about earlier, <laughs> you got to get through Green Bay. Green Bay's your daddy, and you guys aren't beating Green Bay. Not at this point. Even with COVID toe, whatever else I want to call Aaron Rodgers, you just, you're just you not going to do it. So uh, thanks, uh, thanks, Jake, for tuning in out there from Denver. I uh, hope you guys are, are at least warm out there, and uh, you and Kat have an amazing time. And it was a lot of fun, by the way, at the wedding uh, for his – cousin who got married just last month two months ago but went out to chicago so that was a nice big wedding it was a lot of fun with everybody out there but so getting back to i want to get back to sean's question as we get into some eagles talk here uh sean who has stated that with these three picks we're going to have in this year's draft upcoming here for 2022 what area are you addressing uh for him he's saying he's going with uh cornerback again elam from florida Nicobe Dean, linebacker from Georgia, and Ed Rusher Obaho from Michigan. So if going off of Sean's question here, Tony, what would be, I guess, the one thing to address here, other than obviously our GM that Fuji is best friends with? Uh the one I thing. Go way that, back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I, I would like to know, because he brings up a great question, I would like to know what needs to be immediately addressed coming up here in, in next year's draft. Well. Full transparency, like we talked about earlier, I don't watch college football. Uh, so what happens is when people ask, I say, listen, let me know if there's somebody out there because I have enough going on. I don't watch college football. But what I can address is what I think they should do, which is obviously address the defense. It goes along with exactly what Sean is saying. So, But my opinion is they can't draft three guys in the first round. So we all have to understand how the business side of this works. To where, number one, whether you think Jalen Hurts is your franchise quarterback or not really doesn't matter because right now he's got one year left of eligibility before you have to pay him. So next year is his last free, you know, his last rookie deal year. So you have to look at that and that mindset and say, what happens the year after? Then you also have to say, the following year will probably be a little better. So our first round pick is probably not going to be as good. So it could be between 15 and 20. So what you need to do, in my opinion, is you need to draft two defensive studs. You need to take one of those first-rounders, trade back in the second round for a first next year. So then you have two first-round picks next year. You have the ability to move up if there's an arm out there. And you know that you have the last year of Jalen Hurts. So I think you have to really strategize when it comes to this year's draft. Agreed, Tony. 
but as the famous general manager that we do have, and the rumor that Adam Schefter broke yesterday is Russell Wilson will waive his no trade clause to come to Philly, which right. I'm not giving up three number one picks for a 33 year old quarterback. Yeah, I love but Russell Wilson, but I bring him here on maybe one number one and something else, but. You got, like you said, you got to build through the draft on defense. Right up front, you needed a corner. You needed a defensive end. Fletcher Cox was getting old. Brandon Graham could be done one more year on his deal. So, as you said, you got to go defense. Yeah, you do. But now, here's a question that was, was posted to me there when I was down here in Houston. So, Fujis, you just said that you would have to give up three number one picks for a 33-year-old quarterback. So, imagine... I said if you have to. Right. But... If let's just say with the case with Deshaun Watson, do you then give up? And, and you know you got to give up a lot more if you want Deshaun Watson services. So do you keep Jalen Hurts because you know that those picks are very important for this team? Stay with Jalen. Let's see what happens with year two with Jalen. Full year, not including the first four games he had prior to him on a draft, but a full entire year of what we see this year come next year or – do you let then Jalen Hurts be traded off, let's just say, to, to the Texans, and then you have to give up, which I'm pretty sure, I, I could be wrong, but you're probably looking at at least three number one picks and at, at minimum at least two second rounders. For Deshaun Watson? Yeah. That's that's a king's ransom to really give up, but you don't know what the allegations. I mean, nobody talks about it. I mean, the thing about Deshaun Watson, he's a great quarterback. He's younger than Russell Wilson. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows with Laurie and how he got up their sleeve. But, you know, this team, you know, all the rumors have been circulating. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers' name was thrown out there. So, who knows? I mean, this team needs has too many holes to fill. But you, you do need – is Jalen Hurst – the franchise quarterback to me i believe he could be i don't really like his arm accuracy right now i think he's running the damn ball too much or right. he's going to get popped in the flat and i just but you know ha, you know they want that cornerstone quarterback which that's really where you got to build because the quarterbacks coming out in the 2022 20, draft aren't that good from what i'm hearing so What's your what's your take, Tony and Dylan? God, Dylan, yeah, but I haven't heard you talk yet tonight. Probably, let's go. I want to hear your voice. <laughs> uh, so here's my take on it. Um, I, I mean, this draft class for quarterbacks is really bad. I mean, just looking up and down, it's not a good draft class for quarterbacks this year. I mean, I think the best bet for the Eagles right now is to go and try to get, as you mentioned, Fuji, go get a guy like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or. Um, uh, Deshaun Watson. The issue with Deshaun compared to Russell is, again, as you mentioned, Deshaun's got all these allegations on him. With Russell, it's the age factor. And Russell's a great quarterback. He's been able to stay healthy. I mean, what was it? This was like his first season. It felt like he has never been like he got injured in like a while, if, if not ever in his NFL career. So he's been a guy who's been able to stay relatively healthy, but he's just been diminishing this year. He's His confidence, it feels like, is just down right now. Like His mentality is not all there, but that's also with a losing Seattle team. How could he do with a Philadelphia team that maybe he could try and rebuild? And 
I don't think – I think the best bet would honestly be Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers came to Philly, that would bring free agents into Philadelphia. Russell Wilson, great quarterback, got a lot of following, you know, a, a good guy, but he doesn't bring that free agency. You know, people aren't going to come and say, I want to play with Russell Wilson. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but that's just not going to happen with uh, Russell mm-hmm. Wilson if he were to go to Philly. I beg the differ because, I mean, that, that offensive line in Seattle's in shambles, the defense, Pete Carroll's probably going to retire and probably on his way out. So, I mean, Russell Wilson, definitely the top five, the top ten quarterback in the NFL. So, why not? He could bring a divide. Eagles close to having 70 to $90 million under the cap, too. So, you know, you bring Russell Wilson in who – his contract's up after 2023, getting about $44 million a year for the next 88 in that range. So why wouldn't he attract like a Devontae Adams or a Allen Robinson of that caliber? Right. Plus, plus with 10 draft picks, Eagles, you know how he is <laughs> on draft day. He can just throw draft picks just to bring in – because obviously you can't draft and you got to throw draft picks away to – bring in free agents and trade. So why not? So uh, here's my take. Number one, before I say anything, Russell Wilson, I got to tip my hat because you have married a beautiful woman in Sierra. But my problem is, and I love Russell Wilson. I love Aaron Ross. I would love to have those guys, but right. I only think you give up that ransom for a guy like that if you're close to getting to the chip. Exactly. Right? So if you're Knock, not. Knocking on the door. Right? right? Yeah, you so, take that door in. Right. So you figure Aaron Rodgers is what? 37? 36? 37. Right? 37. So how much longer? I mean, I, I got Tom Brady, another guy. You know, hit, kept the hat to G- Giselle. I mean, keeps him young, right? But right. my whole thing is, by the time we can be competitive, it's going to be a waste. Like I, I, I would much rather keep Jalen Hurts, draft defense, and you mentioned Devontae Adams. My thing is, if Aaron Rodgers decides to go elsewhere, back that Brinks truck up and give Devontae Adams all the money he wants. And now you have Devontae and Devontae. You have a veteran number one receiver for for Jalen Hurts to throw to. You know, you you have a solid running game, an elite offensive line, in my opinion, and then you draft defense, and maybe in a year or two, you can compete in that crap division of the NFC East. So right. I, I would not give up any draft picks for those guys unless we're talking about a third or a fourth, which isn't going to happen, not giving right. up those first-round picks for those guys. Yeah. I'm right, yeah. Seattle just being in shambles, and God knows what – Green Bay one for Rodgers. It's gonna be it's gonna be the house. And by the way, AJ had let us know that that Aaron Rodgers turned thirty eight today. And AJ, thank you. By the way, AJ Johnson, who uh, all of those guys now are graduates of Full Sail University, the Rough Cut Sports Cast. If you guys want to show that basically runs Monday through Friday, I think. And if AJ, if you're still tuning tune in, because I know you guys have your show on tonight as well, uh, they're almost up to like seven days a week. A phenomenal job by those guys over there. So if you guys just like you give a like and subscribe to us, take a look over at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Those guys do a lot of fun over there. Tons of graphics. I mean, they load up in between laughters, their showmanship, everything that they do, they do it at a professional quality. So the Rough Cut Sportscast, if uh, I, uh, there it is. Uh, well, that's right. That is true. He's got four months of graduation. So that is true. How you doing, AJ? Pancakes and pigskins. Check them out on Sunday mornings. Talk about that fantasy football. Great show. Yeah. 
That, that's true. But those guys, it's, and, and AJ, he's, he's uh, well, here we go. He tells you, live Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday morning. So it, it's not gonna be, AJ, it's not going to be long before you guys are seven days a week. I already know it. It's going to be seven days a week. But it, again, it's a lot of fun. And, and they, the funny part is, Tony, they, they're like, they can come down to crunch time and just pull like a rabbit out of a hat and still get stuff done. But it, they, they've been on with us twice. It's so much fun. We want the whole group to come back on with us. Oh, by the way, AJ, since you, uh, before I do forget, uh, the 100th episode to have you guys, and I know it's going to be tough. If not, we'll have to pre-record something, but I want you guys back for the 100th episode. But, uh, and as AJ says, uh, shout out to Broad Street, like, share, subscribe, and believe we appreciate it. Just like we, Actually, we, AJ, we call him Tony, our podcast brothers, our podcast bros. Cause it's, it's just, it's so much fun. The watch your show is a lot of fun. I end up catching a replay after we're done. Cause obviously we were on at the same time. But in catch a replay, guys do an amazing job. Michael Sherman, I'll I give him credit do. because Mike was the one that um, got yeah. together with Rough Cut Sports, yep. And then he let us on, and we've been watching ever since. So, And shout out to Michael Sherman and his wife. I hope you guys had a great uh, Thanksgiving and happy Hanukkah to you guys. So uh, the, all the best wishes here coming up in, in the new year. And I'm not too sure. Fujian, is has his wife gone back to the convention center? Is the convention center back open yet? I don't believe the convention center. I know that it was open for the uh, COVID shots. I'm not wait. I'm not sure if it's open. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't have to look in there. I know they're starting to finally line stuff up, but I, I'm not too certain. But I, I want to share here from uh, from the others. I hear some audio. Hopefully, this will work because sometimes there's there's snags in there. But again, from Sports Talk 790 out there from Houston, uh, Texas. Thanks again to Sports Talk 790 for inviting me up to the studio. Thanks to iHeartRadio, that beautiful building they have out there in Houston. It's it's a lot of fun to walk through the hallways and see the pictures and stuff they had up there. And as you guys can see here on the screen, Sean Salisbury, who's been with us before, he'll be back with on here with us shortly. Uh, Andy Kalu from In the Trenches with Big Sarge. Big Sarge is on with them on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And then the Matt Thomas shows who follows those guys uh, afterwards. But I'm going to bring up the audio here from the question that was asked. Uh, the same thing that I just asked you guys when Andy Kalou had uh, asked me. Hopefully it'll come up in the right spot. Welcome in. Welcome back in the trenches exclusively on Sports Talk 7 and 90. Went way over with Sean, but it's always worth it. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving... I'm always thankful for those heroes out there that fight for our freedom. We have one in studio. No, I'm not talking about Big Sarge, Big Star Sports. I'm talking about Angel Martinez. He is joining us. Been a guest of the Sean Salisbury Show. You were here for that. And uh, we're lucky enough for you to hang around. And I see you repping the Philadelphia Eagles with your shirt. <laughs> so, one, appreciate the shirt, but most importantly, appreciate uh, what you do for the country. What, what brings you to the studio? I uh, came up... Uh... Been talking with Sean and obviously with Big Sarge for for a good amount of time, and then you being, of course, a fellow Eagle twice, mm -hmm. and you should still be a fellow Eagle, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll take it. Appreciate but I end up coming up because I, I wanted to meet the guys. It's, it's different when you hear stuff on the radio, but when you connect with people, you want to come up and say thank you just for what you guys do as well. Because if it wasn't for you, Big Sarge, Sean, I mean Heavy T, everybody who who does the job, we wouldn't be entertained. And the great part is, is that being part of, you know. My own being my own podcast, it's different when you hear guys professionally doing it. And when you talk about sports in general, just all around the league, we're just not specific to one one part of the country. 
it's great because you get to get to hear everything that you normally won't hear on local radio. And so I think with Sports Talk 790, it's the same way between you, between Sean, Big Sarge. I mean, we get to hear everything other than just the local sports. And it's more of an appreciation factor because you can keep in touch and in tune with everything going on. But with you guys, it's just it's it's so much fun that you get entertained. Even even if I'm not living in Houston, being in Tampa, Florida, it's a lot of fun because I get to hear what you guys talk about every single morning. So while I'm at work training the guys, doing camera stuff because I work for the county back home. And so when I'm doing training, I get to hear the show. So one guy's chiming in my ear talking about what we're gonna do next. <laughs> Hold on for a second. They got something going on here. Give me a second. But it, it's fun. So I, I wanted to come down to to visit. We were in San Antonio for a couple of days, just, just to have fun and kick back and relax. And uh, you know, just just come here to say thank you to you guys for for the job you guys do for us as well. You know that means a lot to us. So let me ask you because during the break, I mean, you, you know your Eagles, you know your Eagles stuff. So I'm gonna ask you the same question that I asked Sean Jones: If knowing the way Jalen Hurts is playing, right. if the Eagles still had a chance to get Deshaun Watson, and obviously you know what that comes with, giving away multiple first round picks, giving away players, would you want your team to go after him? No. Me personally, I keep Jalen. I think Jalen has great upside to him, which a lot of the fans aren't. You know, you know because you were in Philly. Philly fans, unfortunately, I talked about it beforehand, before the season started. You have to have patience. And Jalen coming in, first of all, Jalen was a surprise pick for everybody because right. I had no idea that's how they were going. And when they picked him, I thought, okay, here comes Carson's replacement and ended up being that. Jalen has a bigger upside, and I think a lot of people are undervaluing. And for me, as even with Deshaun being as great as he is, I think Jalen fits a lot more into Nick Sirianni's scheme, the way he wants to do things. Nick being really attached to the coach, and we kept hearing through different people that Nick wanted to do certain things with the Eagles and get him in the right direction. I know a lot of people end up not liking the Nick Sirianni pick because he came out of nowhere. And he talked about a couple of weeks ago about planting a fertilizer and making the team grow, and, and obviously it happened. And right now they're looking good three out of the last four games. They're looking really well. But Jalen Hurts, to me, is – has a lot more potential to Sean. No offense against the Houston fans and Sean Watson. I just think with, with if you stay relevant, at least with Jalen, you keep up the scheme that you have developed for him. You let him build into himself, and you let the coaches, because it's a brand-new head of coaches you have all together, keep all those guys together, and they'll be just fine. But Deshaun Watson, I feel bad with what he went through here mm -hmm. with the Texans. I think he should get a, a, a much better accolade of what he's getting right now, and I'm pretty sure he'll end up coming back. I know Miami at one point was talking about having him as well. But to me, I'd rather keep Jalen Hurts. He's just it, – it's it's a lot better value with Jalen, I believe, at least within the next two or three years. And I know the Eagles have their quarterbacks. I know that Howie Roseman at one point said he's going through a quarterback factory mm -hmm. with the Eagles. But Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's, he's better focused. He takes accountability, which is a lot of things a lot of people don't take as a quarterback. If you're going to be a, a starting quarterback – especially in the NFC East, which everybody knows is beast mode. Hasn't been in the last couple of years. But you're talking about someone who takes his accountability. He takes the, he approaches game the same way he did in college, and he knows the mentality of the Philly fan base and what they want. I'm sorry. To me, I, I would take Jalen Hurts for the next four to five years than Sean Watson. And, Andy, you know what happened, right? Jalen won in the paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> Against Nick Sariani. You remember when he came out and said, I like to put my draft picks through uh my potential draft picks through paper rock scissors and I, see who wins. I did not know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Jalen won. He should not say that in public. <laughs> Angel, appreciate your service, appreciate the kind things you said about the staff here at Sports Vault 790. Have a great, great Thanksgiving. And when you do go back to Florida, are y'all driving or flying? <laughs> 
No, we're fine. Okay, as a safe travels when y'all get back there. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much. All right, one more. Uh... So was that? <clears throat> that was the the reply that I had back for for those guys, and and I still feel the same exact way. I think with Jalen, it's going to have to be a lot of patience, unfortunately. And and I know a lot of people want to easily give up on Jalen Hurts. It's easy to give up on anyone. I mean, Lord knows Carson Wentz. You know, he's out there holding his own so far, still in Indy. But it's easier to throw in a towel on Jalen. And and I know because last week's game, we saw it. He's throwing into double and triple coverage. So we went, I mean, you're looking between the last average three to four games, how he was starting to finally excel and starting to do better. And then it goes backwards back like five weeks ago where he was doing the same exact thing. So it's hard, Tony, to see something where you're watching someone do great you know, are small things, small progressional steps, and then they take that step back. Now, I don't know if it was just one of those things that Nick Sirianni wasn't prepared for the Giants, but the Giants were still trying to hand the win back to the Eagles, and the Eagles just couldn't put it together. So, you know, for me, I think still there's an upside to Jalen Hurts. I'm just wondering, do the Eagles believe in as how he once stated he wants a quarterback factory here? Do they believe that he will be the remaining starting quarterback here or if Russell Wilson, as Fuji mentioned earlier, which it was uh, by um, it was mentioned on ESPN earlier yesterday morning that he would waive his trade clause to come back or to come here to Philly. So again, question being posted: Do we hang on or do we just let him go? Well, you preach the word patience, right? You got listen. I you know I've been and I get it. We live in Philadelphia, and we're the most passionate fan base in America, and I absolutely Great. love be a philadelphia fan i love every minute of it um alan iverson is symbolic of what philadelphia means say what you want but that's why he's on on my wall right behind me uh but you know my whole point with this whole jalen hurts thing is you're talking right now he's played 16 games right you know if you add in the games he played last year <laughs> and you add in what he's doing right now in the season so it's right. still not enough and, I, you know, people get mad at me when I mention this, but and I understand he's not Lamar Jackson. I will never say that. He's not Josh Allen. But if you look at those two guys and you look right. at their first two years, does everybody realize that Josh Allen's completion percentage was under 60%? Talk about 54 and 56 in his first two years. That guy was a train wreck. They had to work like hell with him with his mechanics to be able to be the guy he is today. You right now have to see where this kid is next year because I keep saying it. He has the intangibles that not many people have. He controls the locker room. He controls the sideline. He is up in front in the media. He sticks up for his players. He owns up to his mistakes and he will work his tail off trying yeah. to get better. So I, I don't know what's more. He is Philadelphia, man. Like he is it Philadelphia. Is. Stop burying this guy. Get yeah. behind him and just see if he can work out, man. Just give him All some right. time. It's absolutely truth. Sean made a comment here earlier, and he said, what bothers me the most is you have Howie, who has no experience of football, meaning never played the game, better mm. with the numbers and contracts. We pass on Devontae Adams, get Jordan Matthews, DK, and we get JJ Umbrella Boy Whiteside. Last but not least, Rager over Justin Jefferson. We need football minds in there making the picks and decisions. Be like the Ravens and Green Bay the way they draft. And, and listen, it's Bingo. absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely true what Sean makes. Spoken like gospel. Bingo. You you worded it like the Declaration of Independence. 
or whatever you want to put it as. Just right. <laughs> Not a football guy, just an accountant. Ala Joe Banner, who who controlled the salary cap. Joe Banner Part Two. Exactly. But well, even go ahead, Tony. No, I'm sorry. I, I because every person that Sean mentions on that list is a wide receiver. So here's here's my issue. I, I agree with you. I'm not a huge Howie Roseman guy. Right. But for everybody to completely ignore the drafts that he's had with the players that he's drafted that aren't wide receivers is being ignorant. Okay, we have an elite offensive line, an elite offensive line. Okay, we have a backup offensive line. We have an Australian football rugby player because of Jeff Stoutland that's been able to turn into one of the best left tackles in football right now. We have guys that are capable and guys like TJ Edwards that's able to play Avante Maddox, guys that are signing extensive for the chief. So you have to give Howie some credit here. You can't just already just say, oh, we missed on DK Metcalf. You know how many players get missed at the wide receiver position? I, listen, I'm not discounting the fact that he blew the Jalen Rager thing. I completely agree. I get it. But other GMs blow those things as well. Right. So we, we have to be careful. We can't have everything. Because if you take away the wide receivers, I will challenge anybody and say, what did, what picks did he blow besides those wide receivers? What picks did he blow? Because last time I'm seeing extensions handed out to guys that Howie Roseman drafted. That's all I'm saying. So we got to do a show. I mean, you are right. I'm going to eat crow on this. I, ha I have given Howie props, but when it just comes to drafting, it's just – he did draft Jordan Malata. I mean, what we this would have to be another whole show. On. <laughs> yeah, we go on forever. I'm serious. Hey, listen, I'm, 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 I'm not a big guy, I would, but I, I, I got to give I him would talk 10 hours on this. I, I, I'm no, ready. No BS, yeah. and I'm not exaggerating. We'll, we'll do a marathon, baby. Let's go. I mean, go. He's, he's, he has hit on some things, but. No, he has. For, That's right. For whatever listen, reason, he just can't hit on receivers or D-backs. Especially, well, I have to have Tony back on multiple times. This won't be the first and last time. We'll have to have him multiple times because I it, we, there's a lot of conversation. We can get into former Eagles, current Eagles. I mean, there's so many things that we can get into. So believe me, it'll be as long as Tony wants to come back. That's oh, serious. I want to get into something and dissect since he's been the GM year after year, and I'm not exaggerating or, or talking hot air. Yeah, Seriously. no, it's you're no, you're absolutely Go right. Year by year, or who's he? Who he drafted? Right, so that's why I wind up. Listen, we'll have a throwback show after after all these other shows we got coming up. We're gonna have a throwback show. Plus, you got to remember the off season here, which we know. Let's just say hypothetically, the Eagles go on this crazy magical five game win streak, which they'll have to end up doing. Right? Do they pass the first round? Hey, come on, you know. Let's be truthful here. So, come on. Can I say something, please? Sure. Everybody thinks they're just gonna run. Went out and look, the Giants. He turned the ball over four times. The Giants didn't even capitalize on any touchdowns or points. I mean, the NFC, these divisional games are so damn tough. People don't realize Dallas is up here and everybody else is like way down here. And it don't matter how good you are, how bad the division rivals a division rival, and they will take you to the to the the last second of the 60 minutes. It don't matter. Every team comes out and fights in a, a division battle. It, it really doesn't matter who the hell it is. 
Am I right, Tone? Can you touch no. on that? No, I, I completely agree. The, the, no, the NXT, no game is guaranteed. Never, never, it never. It's not a win. Excuse me. I mean, how many, how many close games have we've had with interdivision rivals? I mean, you think about listen. We could go back to when we had the Arizona frigging Cardinals. Okay, well, when, when, they, when, when they beat right, us, we always absolutely. had problems. Right, right. We, no matter always, how, no always. matter how good the Eagles were, good, and the Cardinals didn't mean to cut you off. They didn't, they, yo, no, it's fine. Uh, uh, he, Rick always gets me on my blood pressure, right? But that's all right. I took my medication today. But, you know, how many times were the Eagles the cream of the crop of the NFC East? And when yeah. they would go into New York and Jim Fossil would somehow find a way to stymie this team. I remember the Monday night game when we, we, we won 10 to 9, 10 to 7. I yeah. mean, whether, right? We, it just didn't matter. They were always hard games. Ugly. So, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter how good they are. Records do not dictate how that game's going to be played. How many years did Roy Green torch this team? Big time. Yep. Let's go way back to the 80s. Uh, no yeah. matter how bad the Cardinals were, they always found a way to beat the Eagles. Always. Jake Plummer, always, Jake. Uh, somehow, some way, found a yeah. way to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's go yeah. back to Neil Lomax. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a that's a way throwback, but it, not, that's right. We'll have a throwback show. It, that, that one I can see, and, and it's probably gonna have to be more guys on here as well because that panel would be humongous and it'd be a ton of fun. So we're, we're gonna have a throwback show. But Dylan, I want to get to you as well because there's some news obviously that came out of here locally from Tampa, uh, and being the Buccaneers, of course. The one thing that I found absolutely funny. So on uh, Sunday. Was it no? So Monday we are Thursday, Tuesday. So Tuesday they were doing the um, after. Obviously they played Monday night. They were uh, at practice. No, so there was Monday. So let me let me go backwards here. Monday on the on the TV they were talking about before the game how they were getting ready and preparing for the uh, holy Jesus. Brain part. Who did they play on Monday? Oh oh no, Giants. I was at the game. Yeah. So they end up showing. They they put Tom Brady's name up there on the screen, but instead of putting the quarterback, they put Tom Brady, football head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I thought, boy, he he decided to retire and become the head coach all at one time. So, uh, sorry, Fox 13, you guys got that one wrong, but I just thought I'd throw it up there. But uh, A.B., Dylan, from what we hear, he was already sidelined because of an ankle injury. He's had problems throughout the season here as he's getting a little bit older and he's getting banged up. But then news breaks out today, apparently that he will be serving a two-game suspension because of COVID, and they're stating that he didn't prove proper documentation. Have you heard anything else? And did you hear the story that his uh, lawyer had told today on the news? I did not hear the the lawyer's story. I had not gotten to listen to that yet today. But um, I will say the, the Antonio Brown and also Mike Edwards is a yeah. part of it too. And John Franklin, who's a free agent. He's not a part of the team anymore. They're all suspended, and it's actually going to be three games. So they're actually suspended for the next three games for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, with the A-B situation, it's kind of weird that they decided to do it now because, like, this happened, like, a few weeks ago. I'm surprised they didn't just suspend them when it came out. Right. And it's weird because the Bucs had announced, and the NFL even posted on their Twitter page, that the Bucs were the first fully 100% vaccinated team. You're not just going to post that without fact-checking that and making sure that's official. So 
for this to all unravel and such, and obviously somebody there is to blame. Somebody in the front, whoever didn't check all the vaccination cards, that's who to blame right now in the situation. Somebody got fired a few weeks ago. Um, but in a sense, I mean, it's weird because it's kind of so late into the season. And it, I mean, this is a big deal to lose a guy like AB who has dealt injuries this season. So it's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> Antonio Brown fantasy football team, Doug. Um, it's kind of a weird thing, you know, later in the season, he's been dealing with injuries. So it really hasn't had much play these last couple of weeks in the middle of the year, but, um, this is definitely big news. And if obviously if he's fully healed in these next few weeks during these three weeks that he's suspended, it's definitely a big loss for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A guy like Antonio Brown definitely can change the passing game completely. So having a guy with having a team without Antonio Brown and having us without Antonio Brown is a, it can be a big loss for us the next three weeks. No, Gene, uh, we've seen it. And food, did you want to add to it? No, I mean, they got plenty of weapons. Cameron Brake, Brock, Mike Evans. Uh, what's his name? Chris Goblin. Yep. Uh, yeah. Four nuts on fire. So, yep. really, got Brady's got enough arsenal to. Yeah, go in Atlanta and smoke them this weekend. So. Oh, for sure. And and Atlanta is a team that I'm not too worried about heading into this weekend. They're a team that I don't know what their identity is. What what's going to happen with Matt Ryan? That's another quarterback that could be on the list here soon. Yeah. Matt Ryan, and he's a decent quarterback still. He could still play. Remember, a few years ago, he almost won the Super Bowl. Obviously, we know how that played out. But uh, he's a guy who can definitely be an interesting piece to add to a team. I, I believe his the days in Atlanta are are numbered. He'll oh, for sure, definitely. On. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, and Matt Schwab, their backup is not the option behind him, so no, uh, they sure definitely isn't. have to go. They definitely have to go into the draft. But um, yeah, definitely. Honestly, out of AB and Mike Edwards, Mike Edwards is actually going to be a bigger loss for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Our safety, our our secondary, definitely going to be nice. So we had um, Sean Murphy Bunning come back here recently, but uh, without having Mike Edwards, that's a big loss for our safety position. So really, honestly, the Mike Edwards loss is a bigger deal than Antonio Brown in all sense. Now the the comments that were made this week, obviously for again sticking with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here, and uh, if you guys are just tuning in, we are live from the LG Sales Solution Studio. Uh, thanks to Larry Gelman. If you guys need a credit card solution or payment solution, make sure to go to lgdirect.net. That's lgdirect.net. I'll bring up the phone number a little bit later on. Uh, so and also for apparel, if you guys need hoodies made, t-shirts made. He also has the apparel side of his business. So again, go to lgdirect.net and you'll see the full lineup of what uh, L- what Larry Gilman, I was going to say LG, but the same thing, but what Larry has to offer. So again, lgdirect.net. But uh, sticking back here with, with Tampa Bay, we've seen Dylan, it, obviously they, they've come back from behind a couple of times this season. Leonard Fournette, who had the big halftime speech just a couple of games ago, when he said not to give up and give it their best, and obviously they come back to win. When you see Tom Brady, and we we saw him in New England do the same exact thing, once he gets that mindset of where he wants to drive this team, obviously he produces a win. The problem is, that I'll ask you, Dylan, is how long can they continue to do this if they want to repeat as defending Super Bowl champions? I, honestly, in my opinion, I think it's as, it's as long as we have the weapons and all the you know pieces around Tom Brady. I mean, that's really what's keeping Tom Brady alive. I mean, think about it. If Tom Brady was in a team like Jacksonville or just a, some crappy team or something that hasn't played well this season. I mean, you're going to have – he's not going to be there for very much long. He might not even last a whole season. So to, I 
think it's really just a matter of how long you can keep those guys all together. I mean, once you have guys start to leave and go do their own thing, once the team maybe starts losing a little bit of their traction, I think Tom Brady, you know, ends up maybe either retiring or he ends up going to another team, depending on how long he wants mm. to actually play. I know everybody has said he wants to play till 50. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to end up retiring and do something, whether it be media, you know, do something in movies, Hollywood. I don't know what he's going to do, um, but I, I'm definitely interested to see how long this is going to last. And there's really no timetable right now. I think Tampa Bay fans are just enjoying it right now while we can and just uh, taking it every step of the way and hoping for another Super Bowl title here at the end of February. Not he's signing those jerseys. Give them <laughs> yeah, he should. He should send one. I'll send someone my way over here in Tampa. Here we'll take one. I know. I know. I'll send one somewhere else in Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> it's not coming here. <laughs> it's no, not coming. You know that jersey's in the back of that closet. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, Fuji, I'll gift you a Eagles jersey with Brady on the back. That could be maybe if he ends up leaving Tampa, maybe he'll come to Philly, and I'll, I'll gift you that. Mm. Problem is with Philly, the history is we always get guys that were phenomenal and they're all has beens. <laughs> that is true. Or we get the wrong together. Right. Exactly. We could do a show on that too. <laughs> exactly. Holy Don't worry. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good throwback show. And then the, the, the other thing I want to talk about, keeping it here in Tampa uh, momentarily. One is obviously we saw the Rowdies who play in St. Pete. But the Rowdies were trying to actually physically win a championship this year. Last year, it was defaulted because of COVID and ended up being the champions to add to Champa Bay down here. But then this year, they make it a end up winning division, of course, make it to the finals, end up losing. So do we see the Rowdies once again making that same run come next year? Because right now, they're probably playing top-tier soccer down here in Florida. I'll be honest. I'm not a big soccer fan, so I'm going to try and take the, take this uh, opinion with a grain of salt here. But uh, I think it's great uh, what they did this year in, in St. Pete. I think it gives great spotlight to that team because realistically speaking, it's a USL team. It's the team lower than the MLS right now. MLS right. is obviously the biggest league here in the States, but I mean, for them to do all that and have that success and, you know, bring some good light into the St. Pete area and stuff, it, it's really nice. And I'm happy for them this season, but I'll be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen next season just because it's a USL and a lot of guys I imagine probably move up into different levels of the soccer world, I guess you would say, whether it be MLS or they go overseas and do their own thing. So to be honest, I'm not too sure. I I can't really give a great opinion on it just because I don't follow soccer very much. Um, But (laughs) even though I was wearing a Philadelphia Union's hat for a half (laughs) back on now, I got it. I got it. Um, you're very welcome but uh, I I would love to see the Tampa Bay Rowdies hopefully in the MLS one day I think Tampa Bay would be great with a MLS team I know they really aren't in the best of stadiums it's kind of like with the St. Pete uh, with the Rays in St. Pete they play in Owling Stadium which is actually a former baseball stadium that the Rays played in so they just lended that over and the Rays actually own the Rays actually own the Rowdies too they actually have full control over the Rowdies they're actually uh, owned by them so I don't know. We'll see what they do. I would love to see them back in the championship next year. It would be great. Three-peat would be awesome. Yeah. Be really, that's really good for them. So we'll see. How did they name a team called the Rowdies, and that should be a Philly name? They, they uh, I don't know. Rowdies. I don't know where they got it. Rowdies. Rowdies. 
Philadelphia is a rowdy town. Wait to see rowdy things happen. Well, well, we got we got a good fan base here in Tampa Bay with the rowdies. They they get they get a they got a good crowd for that game in yeah, the USL Championship, and it was cool because uh, they had some Rays guys out there. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Randy Rosarena's brother is actually on the rowdies team, so uh, they don't play too far from each other. And uh, we saw Brett Phillips was at a game. Uh, Jose Batista was there too, actually, um, at the game on Sunday. So really there was bad. actually. Yeah, Joey Bass. Bass. Yeah, he was he was there as well. So uh, there was definitely some big big stars there actually at the event on Sunday. Um, but we again we just fell short. But hopefully we get back and uh, win championship. It's Ch- Tampa Bay. I mean, how can you not love it here in Tampa Bay right now? <laughs> <laughs> Fuji, <laughs> Tony Fuji loves it. When, when we talk about Tampa Bay down here, he absolutely loves it. He can't get enough of it, and that's why he keeps busting my stones about a TV12 jersey that is wow. not, by the way, on the other side of this wall here. So <laughs> read read the sign behind you, Broad Street South, yeah. brother Philly. Uh, from philly we don't care no one likes listen fuji if we win if we win the title this year we'll have you come down to tampa we'll have you jump off the boat you know yeah (laughs) this is like a this is an info infomercial to get you down here in tampa me and tony are bringing kelsey (laughs) okay fair enough fair enough no it's right listen you guys uh man i just thought about it and i forgot what the uh good lord what's our festival here there Ennings Festival. Uh, Ennings Festival in uh, March. It's going to be a big baseball festival down in Tampa outside of Ray yeah. I'll so be there. I'll be there. I got media passes scheduled. And speaking of, like, as far as the Rays, Kevin K, by the way, there, yeah. Fuji, you talk about Broad Street South. Kevin K, the Phillies are looking at Kevin K. Damn good player down here with the Rays, center fielder. It could be a possibility that he could be taking his talents up to Philly as Philly was like, taking if, a strong there, look at there's him. there's a baseball season. Now there will be. Well, I, mean, yeah. I didn't want to really go now with the whole lockout Brady thing. One more, moment, more of the piece of the pie. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, when I guess we'll I'll come up with Dylan and then with Tony next. The obviously, as Fuji brought up here, we have the MLB lockout, which we know none of us wanted to see because the last work stoppage was 26 years ago. Last time there was a lockout was 1990. We've seen what's happened since as MLB tries to speed up the game to try to do something differently. Obviously, they finally took away that decision. Whoever wins the all-star game ends up winning the, you know, the rights of field advantage. Yeah. Thank God they took that away. So I couldn't stand that. I stopped watching the all-star game just because of that. Cause I, I couldn't take anymore. So my thing is, it's with both of you guys, how long do you guys believe if they can get something done here, even before the winter meetings, do we see a lockout potentially going into spring training? Oh, I think so, 100%. 100%. This is going to be a shortened season. This is going to be, uh, you know, I, 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 under 100 games, in my opinion. This is going to be pretty long. I mean, the longest lockout you're talking, 94, 95, I think it was 232 games. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I, or 232 days. I, I mean, listen – there's a lot of things on the table here and they have to, they're so far apart. I mean, just with salary ar- arbitration, when you're talking about, you know, it's been the same level since the 1980s and never changed. Like the, these owners are making tons of money, tons of Big money. Time. And so are the players. I get it. But to, to, to just say they're not going to negotiate whatsoever, I think it's just being completely ignorant to the fact that you know they're just being bullish, in my opinion. So you know, I, there's a lot, there's a lot of discrepancy 
with salary arbitration and arbitration eligible players. And that's a huge sticking point. And that's something that's not going to get solved overnight. So, you know, I, I really think there's going to be a prolonged lock, lockout. And I, I wouldn't be shocked if we're talking about a 70 or 80 game season. Yeah. And, and my take on it is, and I think as a baseball like fan, I would love to have baseball back at spring training. I always love the spring training, especially being down here in Florida, you get all the teams down here. It's a great money, you know, thing for all the little cities like Dunedin, Tampa, Clearwater. I mean, really Tampa. I mean, they make a lot of money with sports anyways, but you know, Clearwater, all those little cities. It's great. You know, you get all the people coming down here and stuff, but in my opinion, I, I'll agree with you, Tony. I mean, I think this is going to be a prolonged thing. You look at the the whole thing that they put out, the letters and stuff, which is honestly like bogus. Like all those letters are, it's just, it's it's toilet paper. That's that's what I'm going to say right now. That's what I that's what I think it is. It's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's just a, a love letter to the fans saying, oh, we're going to try our best to try and get back. And one of the like, it's 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 a battle. It's all it's going to be, and it's going to if anything happened from last season if we can take anything from 2020 and take it into this year is that it's going to be another prolonged and shortened season it's unfortunate because it's really going to diminish baseball and as a fan it's it's sad it really is sad no just to touch off what you're saying yeah it's the yeah. fans that are the ones that are hurt the most yeah i mean when these guys are making the owners are making billions well really you got to blame the networks yeah for because sure. they they throw out the contracts of the owners and you know it just trickles down where you know, these guys are – correct me if I'm wrong. Do the the players don't get paid during no CBA? No. Yeah. yeah, I don't think no, so. Everything's locked yeah. out. Everything's frozen. Well, okay. well, the only thing that isn't going to be frozen, though, is minor league contracts. So, yeah. obviously, covering a lot of minor league baseball, that's the only thing that's not going to be frozen. So, what's going to be interesting is – is there going to be a minor league season? Like it's going to be weird because yeah. you might have minor league baseball being played, but you know how to have might not have major league baseball being played. So it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how that's going to play out, especially because is there going to be a trickle down effect where just even the minor league guys are going to be like, it's not worth it. I mean, even the, if the major league guys aren't playing, why should we play? So I'm really oh. intrigued to see like what the kind of trickle down effect is, especially in the minor league system, because I think that's what's going to be really interesting to watch here these next couple of months. Well, if you go back to the 94 season, yeah, right before they settled in 95, they had tryouts. I know the Phillies did. Back back in the 87 NFL season, they called them scabs. The scab players. Remember that, Tony? Oh, yeah. I, listen, I, I, 100%. I'm a, I'm a union guy. So I right. grew up a union guy. So that's why I always right. have the players. So now Hey, who, who's to say they don't go that rail? Yeah. And just use the minor league guys and just get, yeah. you know, could be some guy out there that can make the team that can make the major leagues. What is it? Wander Franco just signed that 220 million year contract. He just got brought up last season. So I mean, yep. that just shows you. And there were guys even in 2020 who literally played single A ball who were getting brought up to the major league. So it shows you that realistically speaking, you could bring anybody up and they could easily be a good talent on your major league team. So I wouldn't um, be surprised. I mean, Unless you're with the Phillies and you have no farm system and you have no scouts and they can't trade. Yeah, we, we won't yeah. talk That's about that. Yeah. that. We won't talk about that. And we don't have to dig out those money. stupid money. Exactly. Well, I will say this much. I hope that MLB gets it all together here because yeah. we've been patiently waiting now two seasons. I don't want to wait four seasons. Two complete seasons to watch the boys of summer 
play down here. And the only reason why I got lucky this year between myself and my producer, Debbie, here and, and over in Studio B, but the only way we got lucky to watch the boys down here is when they when Toronto was here, that delayed start because of COVID, and they played their games down here in that, uh, over at TD Bank Field. <clears throat> the, that's the only reason why I was able to see the Phillies before they end up you know, going back up north, which they didn't and had to travel back down here. But I don't feel like waiting until 2023 there, MLB, to watch my guys that I can at least get a month's worth of games down here at the cheapest price available. Probably not anymore. Now with this new CB, you know, CBA agreement, it'll probably be skyrocketing. But I don't want to wait until 2023 to see the guys. So let's get it together and make sure we start off in February. Get everything locked in before Valentine's Day. Give each other Valentine's Day cards and all the good fun stuff because I want to see baseball back here again. You should be there at the negotiating table. Getting I should be. Phone. That's right. Get I'll, right I'll, on it then, my man. I'll be the host and you take care of that business. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go pick up Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll pick up Dylan. we we'll end up going down there. But there no, I, go, I, yeah. I, just, I, I hope – honestly, God, I really hope they end up getting together. And then one last thing here when it comes to uh, as far as the Tampa area there, Dylan – USF did not have the season they were hoping to have here with their NCAA team. Unfortunately, uh, it was supposed to look up, didn't look up too well. Next year, are we, and, and we know it's a brand new coach again, so there's going to be patience going out for USF football. But is it enough for him to hang on for another year? Or it seems like USF is one of those teams, one of those colleges and universities that seem kind of touchy feely. Do they get rid of their head coach, or does he come back for another year of USF football? Well, I think they come back. I think he comes back for another year. I don't, I, right now, I think USF is trying to get back on track. They, they, you know, had a really, really good team when Willie Taggart was the head coach, and you had right. Flowers, and that team was really, really good. They were strong, and then you know they had some turnover. Obviously, Quinn Flowers, he ended up going into the NFL, and a lot of their other players. And that's really for a lot of these lower end colleges, kind of lower tier colleges. You know, you have a lot of those big name, you know, big stars who maybe come out of the area or come out of the state. They end up going to play for you, you know, build the team, have some good seasons, and then they end up leaving, and then your team's kind of in dismay a little bit. I think that's right now where USF is at. This year was very promising, though. As much as the record doesn't show it, they had a lot of very close games this year. They looked really, really good in some games, but just they didn't did. be able to – they weren't able to finish out those games and be able to get the victories. They did win a game against Temple. Sorry, Philly fans who are listening to the podcast. I apologize. But uh, <laughs> um, they did beat Temple, and they did beat uh, Florida A&M team at the beginning of this year, which obviously you should beat. That's an FCS school. Those are easy games. You should hopefully beat those teams. Um, but I, I, I hope that Jeff Scott stays. I like the way he's running things. Obviously, they got a lot of good things going on. They just got like new locker rooms. Yep. They also are getting a new facility, a new indoor practice facility. It's going to look beautiful. There's talk about maybe putting on on-field actual and on-campus um, stadium in the campus, which I think they should. I love Ray J. It's I love going enough. to the stadium. But in my opinion, on it looks like there's nobody there half the time. Like it's just yeah. that's how it is. A crowd level, it looks small. I think if you have an on-campus stadium, you have you know students coming out from school coming over to watch the game. I think right now Jeff Scott's in a good place right now. I think even though the record doesn't show it, I think he's in a really good spot, and I like where USF's going. So we'll see how they do next year, and I, they have a little bit of an easier out-of-conference schedule as well. Right, Fuji, don't cry. It's all right. It's USF. It's it's all right. Don't cry. I, Listen, I saw the tears I wanted to going. cry too this year, Fuji. It's okay. <laughs> right. But you guys, but, <laughs> you guys got to come down, Tony. One time you got to travel down here the same way with Fuji, Gasparilla. That's the one I was trying to think about earlier. 
right? You want to convert over into a, at least a Tampa person for a day, come down to Gasparilla. You'll have a blast. It's like Mardi Gras, just ramped up 10 times better. Mm, I'll say, yeah, I'll come down. Yeah, yeah, come down to Gasparilla. It is very fun down here. Yeah. They have all this. It's awesome. And then Fuji can take out his closet TV 12 jersey on, throw it down there. When he's down there, no <laughs> one will ever find out. No one. But well, that's, that's you. That's spending on me now. Not, not me. One last question I have for Tony, and, and as we're finishing up here with the college, Matt Rule, Tony, does Matt desert the Carolina Panthers to go back to the college scene? I don't know, man. I, I'm a, I, I like Matt. I do. I think – you know, Matt's done a lot, whether, you know, be Temple, whether it be Oregon and, and now obviously in Carolina, you know, he's got a really good coordinator in Joe Brady. Um, it's just a fact of, does he like the extracurricular activity of the NFL? Because that's the biggest thing with college coaches. It's not, can they coach? It's, can they deal with NFL players? Can he deal with, you know, the market, you know, the, the mm. financial part of the NFL game? And, and that's the biggest thing because, you're not coaching young little men anymore. You're, you're, you're coaching adults. So, you know, I think he has that moxie about him. I think, you know, right now, I think he's really enjoying it. Uh, I know he's going through a struggle right now, obviously with the quarterback position, even though I, I, I do like him, I, you know, he's probably not has much left in the tank, but you know, I, I, I think he stays. I do. I think he enjoys it. If he only was a temple guy and then went to the NFL I would say maybe, but being he's got his feet wet on multiple teams, then I would definitely say NFL. I think he stays. Well, we'll see. Dan Green says, bring it, Jigsaw. What's up, Dan? <laughs> so, again, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. It, it's interesting in Matt Rule. It, I know he went to Temple, quickly left, went out in the Carolina. So, I, it, it would be. It would be very, very interesting to see what's going to happen at the end of this year. It's going to be, to, I mean, between players, coaches, you name it, as Jason Garrett once again gets let go yet by another team, surprising enough. So maybe he can he can link up maybe with the Jaguars and do something down there because, again, that's where everyone goes to retire and die down there in Jacksonville, as I keep saying over and over again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that team, it, they may be looking, and it cracks me up that their, their head coach was in hot water, but, boy, did that story go away real quick as you know it, it, it came in and it's gone. So – a lot of people don't forget, but it's amazing how quickly they got rid of that story. One last person that I want to say a huge congratulations to, not only because his birthday is coming up here, December 11th, but as you guys can see there on the screen, my son, that's the mirror image of me, and his now fiance, Monica Britt, he just asked her uh, about less than 24 hours ago to be his wedded wife. And so congratulations to those two. I believe their wedding will be sometime possibly in 2023 as they're getting things planned out. But uh, happy birthday to my son. It's coming up here December 11th. And happy engagement to the both of them. I know he's he's been through a lot. And the, the man never gives up. And I love him to death. And uh, I, I couldn't be more proud and happier for my own son. Congratulations, AJ. Congratulations. Enjoy your life sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure I'll post that up there to let him know. <laughs> no, but he's a great kid and it's uh it, it's awesome. Thanks. Uh thanks I really appreciate it. But uh it's it, it it's amazing. The, the kid, I mean uh Dan, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. And uh mine guy's kinda of, she's gonna come into quite a family, that's for sure. But it's uh it's a it's a fun family. He's got a great name. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. AJ meets AJ. 
So he's the third, but because he, he lives in North Carolina. So if you guys want to know which my, my producer got to hear his voice yesterday now as an adult, but if you guys want to hear the version of my son, it's really easy. You throw on a Southern accent. Like when he calls me up, Hey daddy, what's going on, daddy? You know, I got engaged yesterday. I mean, it's, it's him and I, that's it. It's same voice, the whole nine yards. So, uh, Matt, by the way, Matt Kelly, our, our media mogul taking care of the website, uh, have engagement to Monica, <laughs> to Monica. That's I, I laugh because it's a joke. I'll tell you guys off air, nothing to do with his fiance. It's just something that, that him and I go back and forth with. I didn't think about it until he just put it up there. So, uh, and AJ. So thanks, Matt. As I, I just thought about as I'll tell you guys off air. I'll tell you that much. But anyways, thank you to everyone who tuned in tonight. We do appreciate it. The same way, thank you, Tony, for coming on. And we will, by the way, end up coming back on with another show. We'll have a nostalgic night because it'll get Fuji so fired up. Because, as a matter of fact, I'll make a phone call to his best friend, Howie, and make sure he's on so he, they can all discuss about all the things that went wrong along with Joe Banner. Because uh, I think I might have Joe Banner still in my Rolodex somewhere, if even if I have that yeah, thing. But get right on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But again, thanks to Dylan. So, and by the way, before, because I, I always I want to make sure I do my due diligence here. Once again, if you guys want to follow Tony as I bring up my other screen here, you guys can do just like we do here on the show. As you can see on the full screen there, Tony Cotillo up there at T Cotillo23. You guys can follow him and, and take a look at his LinkedIn profile. I kid you not. There's so much information on it, and it'll make your head spin, but it goes to show you how much hard work the man does. So we do appreciate him coming on. The same way with Dylan here, our local correspondent, by the way, he added to, if you guys can see there on his profile, just like the MLB players are doing, he decided to black himself out as well. And if you guys want to look up at The Godfather, well, The Godfather looks just like Brian Dawkins, if you guys can see there. So, again, follow The Godfather there at Fuji Mike. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention Dylan. Dylan, I apologize. And Mike'd up. S P A U. Right? Yep, my last name. Last there you name. go. Yep. So follow those guys. We would appreciate it. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And I always ask this question and I, I don't want to go away without asking it because I got to thank some people before we go off air, but Tony big question for you for tonight. This is important. It's worth like a thousand points. If you had to buy a cigar from anywhere, where would you possibly buy your cigar from? Wow, you're asking me a cigar question? Yeah. I, I, here's the deal, man. I don't I don't smoke cigars. You know, I, I couldn't even tell you name. It, like maybe a Cuban cigar or from or from Holtz. That's about it. Like our Holt cigar. I think that's a, a place in Philly, but I, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I I know it's a bad answer, but I can't yeah. even I can't even deny deny yeah. that. There's no such thing as a bad answer because I tell you where you can get it from. You can get it from <laughs> Goose's Monte Cristo Lounge and Tobacco. It's out there at 250 West Ridge Pike in Limerick, Pennsylvania for the finest Monte Cristos, the finest cigars, the finest flavors, even vapes that you guys, if you guys are into that, but you guys got to go out there and check out not only his studio, but the humidor, the finest cigars you would find in the Delaware Valley. You could also visit them at CigarGoose.com. And Fuji, how old must you be to purchase any cigar product? Mm, 18. No, 21. <laughs> it's every single hey, time. If you can vote at 18, you just can't drink till you're 21. And you can't smoke till you're 21 either. Thanks to a lot of people just screwing it up. AJ, thanks for tuning in again. If you guys want to see AJ live in action, 
Watch Rough and look out for them. Rough Cut Sportscast. Looking for them on Facebook. And they're doing – it's like if AJ – the, the past couple of things you guys have named, what else do you guys have coming up here before I let everyone go here? Because uh, they those guys, from where they started to where they are now, and as they continue to grow, it's amazing. So if you guys want to watch another great show, please find them on Facebook. Same way on YouTube, the Rough Cut Sportscast. They do an amazing job. The entire crew over there. Rick stated, going to need Luca, the referee. I'm assuming, Tony, that's for you. Uh, I don't know if that's the foods. <laughs> okay. I love foods is laughing, so it must be uh must yeah. be the foods. I don't oh. know Luca. Tony uh, Luca. Good predictions tomorrow night. Uh oh, wait a minute. We had the game on. Oh well, game's already on. Uh predictions tomorrow night, and then followed by fantasy football Sunday morning. And it'll be one year on the ninth. Congratulations to you guys. Congrats. One year on the ninth. It's it it's a fun it's a fun time. Those guys, it's like a party. All you need, I, I swear, if AJ somehow or another could deliver booze and pizza to your house, <laughs> or it would just be an all-out party. It's so much fun yeah. when you watch those guys, and they get a lot of followers, a lot of viewers. I know they gotten over a thousand at this point, and God knows they're probably up to three thousand. But it's it's so much fun, and thanks to the Pod Brothers over there because they do an amazing job. So I want to make sure I give them the perfect kudos. And by the way, Tony, he is an Atlanta fan. Originally from Atlanta, so. He, he's going through it with his Falcons right now. Pigskins and pancakes. Check it out at 9. 9 a.m. Sundays. Thank you, Rick. No problem. Yep, and Rick said it was for you there, Fooch. So you're welcome, AJ. You're welcome, AJ. Uh, one last thing before we all go away here. As I stated earlier, if you guys need to find the best cigars, please go to CigarGoose.com. Goose is mine, Crystal Lounge, and Tobacconist. Also, we will be on here as we're finally getting everything wired and taken care of, running all the proper tests to be on 98.5 WXPMFM. So that should be coming up within the next two weeks. We will have one live test broadcast. And then finally, we'll get everything worked out, which we've been waiting patiently for all that to happen. Same way here with LGDirect.net. Larry Gilman for LG Direct Sales Solutions, as again is named by the studio here. You're looking for secure payment solutions and or apparel. Please reach out to them to 855-777-3863, 855-777-3863. And finally, to Tampa Joe's at 9316 Anderson Road out there in beautiful Tampa, Florida, about five minutes away or so from the airport, right off of 589 Veterans Highway for serious food and a great place to hang out to watch the Eagles game and any NFL game, but especially the Eagles game. Go to Tampa Joe's where the Philly of the South and Mike Klein and those group, you will see them on Sunday. So once again, Tony, thank you for coming on tonight. We really do appreciate it. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate uh, absolutely, man. Had a blast, fellas. I appreciate you having me on. No We're going to have to have that throwback show. I'm ready, baby. I'm We're ready, ready to bring dive it. right in right there. Bring it. Let's roll. I'm ready. That, listen, you were, you were going to let out the inner beast here from Fuji, so just wait. <laughs> just you wait. I didn't, yo, listen, man. I didn't get the nickname Jigsaw for no reason, man, so I'm ready. I'm always yeah, ready to play. I, I always ready to talk sports. <laughs> if I could do it in my sleep, I would. That, that's true. That is true. I've met the man in person. That is absolutely true. He's always fired up and ready to talk about it. But thanks to everyone again for tuning in. Thanks to everyone who watches on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, you name it. And again, thanks to Brazil for the huge follow. We are in over 70 different countries in Brazil. And we started with one, and it's amazing how much it's grown. So, uh, gracias por la gente en Brazil. Thank you so much for you guys tuning in. Same way with Switzerland, Japan. 
Uh, China, China. Ireland, Belgium, yep. Canada. So thank you guys. Yeah, Toronto, which is picking up the same way out there in California. So thanks you guys for all tuning in. We do appreciate the love and support. Again, like and subscribe to the show. Soon we'll be on WXPM. We will see you on Sunday at 11.30 for episode 97. And once again, Tuesday with Ruben Amaro Jr. at 7.30 and hopefully on Thursday night. Andy Kalud, a former defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles. That's on Inside the Trenches on Sports Talk 790. And thanks again to those guys out there. We do appreciate it. So everyone have a great night, and we will see you on Sunday. Good